Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. It's time! We're back! It's episode number 10! Not episode number 1, 7, or 8, or 4, but episode number 10 of a 10-part series in the Switch Leader Podcast. Right now, you should be feeling like this sense of accomplishment. Come on. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I could do it, but here we are! Wow. And today... I have James and Caitlin with me and Caitlin just made a yelling look, but it, there no noise came out like I could see. And she made this. So I don't know if her mic's turned off or what, but she did make it. <laughs> oh, there it is. All right. She's here. So we do have Caitlin and James with us today. We're excited to cover episode 10 and episode 10 is going to be about owning your own growth. And so it's clear that if you've watched episodes one through nine, you care about your growth. You care about being a better leader. Come on a better follower of Jesus. You care about maybe different areas of your life. You care about being a better mom or better dad or better spouse. There's a lot of different areas that you'd want to continue to grow. And so I think something that often is a common misconception is that your growth depends completely on whoever is leading you. And we are going to get to have a really cool conversation today around the idea that this is much more in your control than you might think. And so we're going to head into episode number 10. James, we trust you. Don't lead us astray. Take it away. Wow. That's a beautiful rhyme. Well done, Josh Baldwin. Thank you. Once again. All right. Let's get along on our way. So here's the big question (laughs) for this week's podcast, episode 10 of the Switch Leader Essentials. How can I continue to grow as a leader beyond these podcast episodes? And the big idea for those of you who are taking notes and maybe just mental notes, because if you don't take notes, the information floats. But the big idea is this, that growing as a disciple and developing as a leader is a lifelong process. Growing as a disciple and developing as a leader is a lifelong process. And while there's lots of different areas of our life that we can focus on, what we're going to focus on in our conversation today are three big areas, our spiritual lives, our personal lives, and our relational lives. So personally, spiritually, and relationally. And we're going to talk about a few questions. We're going to wrestle with what are our strengths? Where are our gaps? And then what are the changes that the Holy Spirit wants to make in us? And as we engage in this conversation together, hopefully it will inspire you and prompt you to begin looking at the different areas of your life and identifying what your strengths are what your areas of growth are, and maybe the areas that the Holy Spirit wants to change in you. The scripture for this week is from 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 5 through 8, where he tells us this, that for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective Mm -hmm. and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. The way you live today matters. The decisions you make today determine the leader that you will be tomorrow. And our heart for you is that you would choose to own your own growth today so that you can become an effective leader and a faithful disciple, because it's not just about you. It's also about every single person you interact with at Switch, in your home, at work, and throughout your community. And so 
With that being said, I'd just love to hear from you, Josh. When you think about owning your own growth, when it's your spiritual, relational, or your personal life, what is an example that comes up in your mind of a time where you were clearly lacking something (laughs) and through owning your own growth, you were able to close the gap on who you were and who you needed to be? This is almost like a comical topic because there's so many times where I had to own my own growth. And a lot of times owning my own growth came out of what you just said, a significant lacking. I would say that I, I'm not sure if this is going to fit what you're going for. So if it's not, I'm sure you'll correct me. I went through some seasons early on in ministry that were, they just caught, caught me and my family by surprise. It was not at all what we expected something that we that was expected to be like this huge blessing and we were excited about ended up being a significant source of pain and it caused stress on my marriage it caused stress on my relationship it caused stress on my on my job like every aspect of my life it felt like i was just sinking and through that i definitely had people step in that helped me and my family get through the season that was just suck because it was not good. But I didn't, God definitely had to provide them in that moment because leading up to that, I don't know that I could say we really were prepared relationally to, to have been able to take that stuff on. Years later, we realized, okay, we can't let that happen again because we need to make sure that if this kind of stuff ever happens in our lives again, we've got to have people around us. And so we, we intentionally began to build a community of people that would support us. And in that community were people that were like-minded, people that wanted what we wanted spiritually, people that not only did they want to be on our team and support us, but they also knew that they needed us to be on theirs at times. And so we kind of were able to put that together and form this family, this community of people. And so since then, I've been through multiple seasons like that first season that I remember going through as a young adult as a young married couple that my wife and I were at the time. Since then, we've gone through seasons of trial multiple times, but we've been able to sustain and survive them because there were people that we had relationship with that we were so close to that they knew what we looked like when we weren't spiritually well. Mm -hmm. So like when we were spiritually dry, we had people around us that recognized it. And they just called it out in us, not called it out in a way that they were like frustrated with us, called it out in a way that they loved us and they wanted to help us walk through it. And so I think for us, that was my like area of needing to grow in a big way. Owning my own growth was knowing, all right, you went through this once and you didn't have everything you needed in place. You're not going to do that again. And nobody can fix this for you. People aren't just going to show up at your front door and say, let's be friends. And so you're going to have to, (laughs) you're going to have to decide that. This is something not just that you want, but something that you need and that your family needs. That's so good. I mean, I think the important takeaway for those of us who are listening is intentional relationships don't happen accidentally. They're built intentionally. That's what makes them intentional. And so what Josh and his family did is they intentionally created those relationships. They owned their own growth by surrounding themselves with the people that they needed to be effective as leaders and faithful as disciples. Caitlin, tell us about a time, maybe in your life, where it wasn't an area of growth that you saw, but maybe it was something that you were naturally good at. But in order to make sure that there wasn't wasted potential, you were intentionally 
honing that skill to make it an even bigger strength? That's a cool question. I think the thing that I've been sitting here thinking about is that the greatest tool in my growth arsenal has continued to be my curiosity. I think that that's a a gift that God has given me that I'm just like, I'm naturally curious and ask a lot of questions, but it's something that I've learned to hone over time, even like the types of questions that I ask myself and the depth of those questions and the way that I ask those questions and the people I ask those questions to have all led to significant honing of that. I think that when I get curious about why I do the things that I do, that leads to greater self-awareness and that leads to me identifying spaces where I can take steps to continue to, to grow and become more like Jesus and more of who he is making me and has gifted me to be. That's great. I love that. I think about for me, whenever I first became a Christian, I was 19 years old and four months later, I started a summer internship at Life Church. And I knew that there were going to be a lot of things put in front of me that I did not have the character or the competency to deal with. And I literally just dove head first into the world of spiritual growth and leadership development. Like I was constantly listening to podcasts, reading books, meeting with other people to try to learn as much as I could so that I could be prepared for the challenges that were put in front of me. And it was one of those things where I started to realize over time that I had this natural affinity for leadership things because it was like really practical and tangible. And I loved that. But where I felt like the Holy Spirit was actually kind of redirecting my focus was to not just be focused on developing my skills, but actually be focused on developing my character. Because I spent a lot of time learning how to strategize, how to brainstorm, how to communicate effectively, how to invite people to begin serving so that they can take an important step in their faith journey. Like all of that was stuff that I spent a lot of time and energy focused on. But what I realized is that I wasn't paying as close attention to my own character and developing the virtues that really are necessary aspects of the Christian life, growing in the fruit of the spirit, becoming a person of love. And that was an area that had it not been the Holy Spirit's prompting, I probably wouldn't have realized that that was actually a deficiency. And so for you, as you are listening to this podcast, you're hearing Josh talk about an area of growth where there was a gap that he intentionally set out to close. You're hearing Caitlin talk about this gift that she's been given that she intentionally honed by learning how to ask better questions, who to ask those questions to, and how to follow that curiosity where it leads. And then for me, where there was a deficiency in my character and a lack of focus on really the parts of me that matter most and the Holy Spirit prompting me in that direction to put more attention there, what is it for you as you're listening to this? Because all of us have these areas of growth, spiritually, personally, and relationally, where there is a gap that needs to be closed. There's a strength that needs to be built. There is a prompting from the Holy Spirit that needs to be obeyed. Now, I want to kind of go back to something you brought up, Josh, where you talked about cultivating this community of like-minded people who wanted what was best for you and brought the best out of you. Because another thing that we believe about growth here at Life Church is that personal growth is almost impossible without being in the context of trusted relationships. This is why every aspect of our church, from two-year-olds all the way up through adulthood, we want people to be involved in small groups because we believe that life is better in circles 
than it is in rows. That life change happens in the context of relationships. And so for you, Caitlin, talk to us about what it was like to build that community around you and how you intentionally lean into those relationships so that you can have those types of people in your life spurring you on and encouraging you to keep growing. I think that that has probably been the biggest game changer that I have experienced in my entire life. And it did not come easily or quickly. Developing those kind of relationships takes a lot of intentional and consistent effort. And it takes a lot of showing up at the table and bringing your real self, which can be hard and scary. For me, my journey with this really looked pretty different because I moved from across the country to be here and work at Life Church, and I knew no one. I had no friends, no people, no community when I came out here, and it was quite a process finding those people. And the biggest thing for me was when I made the decision to, I mean, we talked earlier about following the promptings of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit asked me to go all in at my church, at my campus, and show up, even though I wasn't seeing any fruit from relationships yet. And so on Easter Sunday, a couple of years ago, I signed up to serve every freaking service at my campus because I felt like that's what God asked me to do, to show up and go all in. And it was at the first service on Easter Sunday morning that I met my friend who is now my life group leader who serves with me at Switch and who is a big part of my campus. And I just watched God in that moment of obedience because I was where he asked me to be when he asked me to be there, build a connection with one friend that has then continued to trickle out and become this circle of supported and trusted people that I have in my life. And my life group is really a group that we do life together. So yeah, that's what that looks like for me. And that has been a complete and total game changer in every area of my life to be seen and planted and have some people to walk through the hardest seasons and moments with me since just moving here about two years ago. What I love about what Caitlin just shared is the intentionality she brought to building relationships that she needed because we all need other people in our lives and being a part of relationships where other people needed her because other people need you. And building that kind of community, a community that is going to help benefit your journey as you grow as a leader and you become a more faithful disciple is not something that happens accidentally. It is something that you have to build intentionally. You have to own your own growth in building intentional community. And so as we are having this conversation about what does it look like for us to be the kind of leaders who engage in this lifelong process of developing and being discipled. What I'd love to hear from you next, Josh, if you don't mind sharing, is what would be like the number one piece of advice you would give to a leader who's listening to this podcast right now on how they can continue to own their own growth long after the Leader Essentials podcast series comes to an end? 
Avoid the mistake of thinking you can't make mistakes. That's probably what I would say. Avoid the mistake of thinking that you can't make mistakes. The the true mistake would be that assumption because truthfully, you're a human being and I don't care how good of a leader you are, you're going to come up short sometimes. And if you don't have the understanding and acknowledgement that that's true, then you're probably going to have a pride problem. And a pride problem is a real thing that leaders tend to deal with, especially early on in leadership. They get excited about the fact that people are going to follow them and they get excited about maybe what they could do that's special or different from everyone else. And when we do that too much, it's great to get excited. But when we get excited about how much it is that we have to offer rather than how much it is that God has to offer through us, then it becomes so much about us and all the weak areas of your life become weak areas of your leadership and things have a tendency to crumble. And so I I would focus very, very much on humility. I would focus on, as a new leader, something I didn't do well early on that I do much better now is looking for other gifted leaders to surround myself with. Um, I was so overwhelmed as a young leader, just trying to get things done the right way in general, that I felt like I didn't even have the space left in my brain to be searching for other great leaders. And as As I spent more time in leadership, I realized, bro, you don't have time not to be doing that. Like you have to find some other people for a couple of reasons. One, because they have some great things to offer and your ministry will be better as a result of them getting to pour into it and not just you, but also you might actually stand the test of time if you get to do this alongside people that you love and people that can do the things that you're not great at. So they can do them because they are, and you can focus on the things that you're great at and that you love to do. And uh, I I do think that a huge part of it, though, circles right back every single time to humility. Make sure you have humility as a leader. Yeah, the thing that's coming into my mind, because it's like just so personal for me, is take the time to do the work on yourself and all of your relationships will bend. I've had to do a lot of work this year to become a more emotionally healthy human being. And I have gotten to see and watch the benefit and that has been reaped in all of the different spheres of my life. When I have taken the time to get rooted, even more rooted and grounded in the love that God has. And I think that it's not easy <laughs> And it often takes longer than we want it to take. But I'm reminded of the verse, I think it's in Ephesians, but it just says, don't grow weary in well-doing, for at the right time you will reap a harvest of right living if you do not give up. And I think that's the encouragement that I'm speaking over myself and that I would speak over our leaders. It's hard work, but it's worth it. So how can you continue to grow as a leader beyond these podcast episodes? The big idea is that growing as a disciple and developing as a leader is a lifelong process. So as you engage in this process, as you make every effort to add to your faith, goodness, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, mutual affection, and love, remember that God wants you to become more like Jesus for the sake of others. And so maybe for you, the area that you're going to focus on is your spiritual life. 
Maybe it's going to be your personal life. Maybe it's going to be the relationships that God has put you in, or possibly even cultivating new relationships that haven't yet been built. And as you do, explore the questions. What are your strengths? Where are your gaps? And what changes does the Holy Spirit want to make in you? Because owning your own growth is hard work, but it is absolutely worth it. Because as our pastor says, when the leader gets better, everybody gets better. And when you grow as a disciple of Jesus, your ability to lead others closer to him increases exponentially. Because we cannot lead other people someplace that we ourselves are unwilling to go. What a way to end this series of podcasts. This is episode number 10, and we have just finished up Leader Essentials. So to those of you that have been listening in, some some of you maybe are new leaders, some of you have been around for a while, but you just listened to all 10 episodes. We actually want to just say thank you because the fact that you were willing to lock in and listen to these and apply them to your leadership and to your lives means that you care about being better. And if you care about being better, then it typically means that you care about being better for the students in our ministry. And so thank you for doing that. I can't wait to see how continuing to grow as a leader influences your leadership within Switch, but also within your families and hopefully maybe even within your place of work. And so please keep on growing. Keep listening. The podcast will be still be coming every single week of Switch. We'll be covering a new episode, giving you an opportunity to grow and know what is coming in Switch. We love you all. And as always, thank you for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow.